What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another. Let me scoot over. Another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active. And that's you. And shout out to the Ten Toes Up Gang. Shout out to the ladies. And that's you. Shout out to the nasty boys in the building. And that's you. Shout out to the Junior College uh, uh, Jasmine Rice Fund Brothers. I got right. money. And shout out to the players, the Max, the Pimps, the Pump and Dumpers, and everybody around here. Shout out to the good ladies in the building. All right. Appreciate y'all. We got a great show today. We're going to talk about the exact day that dating died. We're going to talk, talk about modern dating, the exact day that dating died. Now, a lot of people, yes, you've been talking about modern dating is dead. Dating is dead. There's no longer a need for dating. These girls are out here getting papped and clapped out. You know, all of these things that we've been talking about. They for the streets. Dudes, you know, the ladies are like, you guys are dusty and dirty. You're broke. All right. Girls are being a little bit celibate. Men are buying a bit. All right. There's going to be a whole bunch of conversation here related to dating. Now, I've done a show similar to this maybe about two years ago. And uh, before you say it, I brought up this conversation first. I'm going to just let you know right now, because I know you're going to say a popular guy had been talking about this, but I had talked about it first. But if you do want to ask him, go ahead. Well. I think it's a little too late to ask him. So we'll just stand by my point on that one. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, man, this is going to be a fantastic show. We are going to talk about AOC getting trolled to all hell. It was a funny trolling. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a father who abandoned his kid at school. Mm. All right. How he, how he abandoned his kid, a damn daddy, poor, broke, dusty, uh, deadbeat daddy. <laughs> so I said, Coach Chill. Oh man, <laughs> why y'all mad at me already? How do I piss people off already? <laughs> mm. Hey man, you know what? I expect the same treatment. I expect the same damn treatment. You know what I mean? When I go, you know what I mean. Y'all can make fun of me. Um, we're gonna talk about with the. Uh, we're gonna talk about a damn daddy abandoning his kid at school. All right, shout out to these deadbeat daddies in the building. Uh, you're a deadbeat even if you pay. All right. So anyway, without further ado, let's talk about how you can contribute to the show. All right. Um, and then we'll have a message from our sponsor and then all of that stuff. So dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App. Let your voice be heard over there. Short messages. But you can just throw it out there and then let me know if you want me to read your government name over there. And now a lot of people that haven't watched my show for a long time, they like, man, Sean, where the super chat at, Sean? Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, these people, man. Yeah, you know, that's kind of how it works. You know, they just don't want a brother to, you know, do his, his business over here. Uh, What are we talking about over here? Oh, dollar sign CGA live is like <laughs> you let the cash app get in there. Also, paypal.me. Hey, 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 let's put it up in here. Kaylee, you slacking again. You slacking on your pimping, Kaylee. Hey, pal, me, backslash. Coach Greg Adams, that's how you do it. It is linked up at the top of the live chat in about three, two, one, go. All right, so shout out to you uh, uh, for, for letting your voice be heard on the PayPal. Anyway, do me a favor, like the video. Don't let me beg. Don't let me beg. I don't want to have to beg and plead to the symphony. Shout out to Eddie Murphy. All right. I don't have to beg and plead to the symphony. And if you, my lights aren't up, you know what I'm going to do? We're going to have a little belly deli in the building. Parabola. All right. Whatever else she said in here, we're going to do some isosceles triangles at some point, man. The belly. Don't be afraid of a little belly. 
All right, y'all y'all shouldn't be afraid of a little belly. All right, it is a sign of what? So anyway, uh, let your voice be. Oh, a word from our sponsor. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey, uh, did you guys know about the Money Mindset program here? Uh, the Money Mindset program is going on uh, right now. It is available on patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams. And you can get those Sunday streams, mostly Sunday streams at nighttime when you're chilling, relaxing, kicking your feet up. Of course, football season is coming up. So we move the time around according to your favorite football team. But the Money M Mindset program is available at the top level of Patreon with the $50 level. And you can get into the really, really important things of becoming a man, getting your finances together, budgeting, organizing yourself, starting a business, being a YouTuber. We cover a variety of things. And if you join now at the $50 level per month, you can get all of the previous replays of the money mindset program so it's a fantastic time to join not only do you get the future programs you get the ones in the past and y'all can clean up right now there's about 30 plus money mindset stream videos over there so that's a word from our sponsors indeed now if you want to know how the celibates are doing and how the the fake book karens are coming over there ruining the party again uh join us on sunday mornings for the seeking arrangement streams or more or less the i got money streams you know how it works I around there money. all right where we go deep deep diving on the the celibates and how you can buy a bit in this current marketplace. And when I get to the article about dating, I have a fantastic article that proves the point that I've been talking about of how we've evolved into the dating mindset and why relationships are pretty much unsuccessful, despite the fact that we have access to more and more partners and we still can't choose. We're being choosy lovers. You're so choosy. How do you become a member of the seeking arrangement streams or the sugar daddy streams or the sugar baby streams or the zoe streams or the how do you money. do that you go right there down there the members only content coach greg adams.locals.com you become a supporter and uh you will get access to those streams on sunday morning man so i be busy around here don't think i take the whole weekend off i just take saturday off and even when i'm taking saturday off a brother's still working anyway hit the like button in the building man and we're gonna kick off this show with a fantastic story. Y'all, before we do that, man, I got to acknowledge the brothers that came in early and the sisters. We had a couple of sisters donate in the last week. You know, it's hard to get a woman to break off of some bread. All right. It's hard to get a woman to break off some bread. And a couple of women broke off some bread. They want to be a part of the 10 Toes Up gang. Ladies, we need to tell you how to register for the 10 Toes Up gang. Um, Yeah, we will do that at one particular point. Trucker Icebox is in a building on PayPal. He says, I have to choose between CGA or Tucker Carlson. All right. Oh, man. Tough, tough choice. Shout out to the trucker out there and shout out to the truckers on these interstates. All right. Be careful. Don't get into the third lane. Stay over there. You know, be safe around those truckers, man. So, and, and why do people follow trucks? Like, what the hell? Right, I hate when people follow a truck and then you can't get over. Then the trucker gets over and then the car stuck in the first lane. Never, like who follows trucks? Who follows buses? You know, they going slow as hell. Uh, Coach Junior is in the building. He says the same day I was giving this chick a chance. Um, and he said, seen her out and thought she could uh, fool some. I think you mean pull some finesse BS. Interesting. Then I reminded myself I'm a free agent. Interesting. He says went to a went to the next bar after seeing her out with a bunch of dudes and brought two junior college girls back to the bar. All right. Or back from the bar. He says, don't fall for the trap, fellas. Just because she ain't posting it doesn't mean she ain't doing it. All right. The biggest thing, and shout out to Coach Junior, the biggest thing we understand, and we have to we're here to understand, ladies. Uh, here's the banner here. We're gonna put up this. I'm not here to hate. I actually love modern women. I love him. I love him. 
you know, some of you people are kind of time wasters and whatnot. I love modern women. And once you understand them, it's better to deal with them. It's way easier to deal with them. And the biggest thing you have to understand is despite the generation that we're from, they have to protect their reputation. So what are they going to do? They're going to creep. Yeah, just keep it on the down low so nobody else just has to know. Oh, so I creep my Sammy Davis Jr. version. Just keep it on the down low. All right. They're creepers, man. If you know about ladies, they are some creepers right around 930. All right. When they about to get lonely, they know they about to sleep in a cold ass bed. That kitchen lonely as hell. They start pinging dudes. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, Big Ed, how stranger? Long time no here. Oh, I just thought about you. Hey, you want to slide through? Chad, slide through. You know the Chad that be banging her out? Don't text her back. And then she's like, I hate this guy. He just comes and uses, abuses her. He'd use and abuse me. And then when she gets lonely enough, she goes through her beta male orbit all the way up. And then she'll finally get the Chad 11 o'clock. All right, just come on through for the last time. It's for the last time. It's for the last time. Just one more time. And I'm just not going to just let you come in here, skeet all down my throat like this. But choke me. All right. And then they come over there. Tyrone already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and just. Tyrone's like, yeah, you said that last time, honey. Just go ahead and face down. And then he goes ahead and gets what he needs. And he's like, all right, baby, it's time to go. Um, Call me when you need it, you know. Mm. <laughs> all right. And she just sits back there. She's looking at it. Damn, it's 1145. I thought I would have somebody to cuddle, at least stay and cuddle with me. No? No, I got to get to work, baby. Bye-bye. Shit. All right. <laughs> they creep. Women don't do stuff in broad daylights. Guys, we're like dogs. We are like dogs. When dogs want to get it in, they walk up to another dog and they sniff. <laughs> they be like, you'll do, and we can do it right here in front of everybody. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I don't care who watching. Women are like cats. Have you ever seen cats just roll up in public? Everybody standing around. Look at my cat. Look at your cat. Look at my cat. Look at them. Oh, they're sniffing each other now. Oh, perhaps they're about to get it in. Cats don't keep get it in with people watching them. They be like this. About to go to that alley real quick. In these streets. And they be out there. Meow, 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 meow. And you like, you outside. Yo, Sean. You hear that, Sean? Sound like two cats getting it in, Sean. No, it ain't. Meow, 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 meow. Cat be tipping out like this, looking at you. You know, when they look at you like, what the f you looking at? All right. And they tip on outside. You know what I'm saying? They get them cat paws like this. And they be like, yeah, we about to go right down to the gutter. All right. Right back into the alley and get it in real quick and come back like nothing happened. They be looking at paws like this. <laughs> wiping their face. You like, uh, what you wiping off your face? Hey, kitty cat, what you wiping off your face? She was just out there. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> And so women are like cats, bro. They make like kittens. You ain't going to see it, bro. They ain't going to be out on front street with it. They going to be out on the back alley getting the cheap slide. But then you look up a couple of months later, your yo cat pregnant. What in the world? Had a whole kitty leader. She just laying up there with all the cats on the nipple like, yeah. Yeah, I must have. You must have caught me creeping. You know what I'm saying? I let one slide by. It's the damn goalie. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how they do it. That's how women do it, guys. You barely gonna catch them. And every time when you catch them, they just look at you like, and they be like, 
a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. So let's get into the show. Oh, I'm still doing PayPal's. That's how I got caught up. SAU says, good afternoon, coach. I'm cooking dinner and listening to your content. Yeah, man. We can do some shuffling, too. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Okay, we got all the PayPal so far, the early contributors to the show. Where are we at here? Is this Zena? Did I get? Uh, oh, boy. All right, I messed up. Oh, uh, let's see here. Albert Ingram says, you go hard on black men. <laughs> You going hard on black men changed my life. Appreciate that. Uh, uh, there had to be a black man to stand up to all of these pro-blacks. You know what I'm saying? They be shitting up there, man. What we have to do as the people, what we have to do. And they ain't did nothing in 40 years. I've been around for 40 years watching them talking that same old song, what we need to do as a people. I had to go in and be like, come on, man. They ain't going to do a damn thing. All right, come on. And in 40 years, I'll wait another 40 years before they do anything. They be on Twitter. As a people, we, what we need to do is Next damn weekend, rat a tat 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 a tat like that. And I never hesitate to put a silly on his back. The whole damn community, Chicago blowing up, Baltimore, Detroit, Milwaukee, damn near East St. Louis, every damn thing. Why don't y'all put an end into that and stop getting these damn single mothers pregnant? Mm. <laughs> we need to mobilize and we need to get everybody together. What we need to do is, man, we need to get in the streets. We need to go door to door. We need to march. We need to do whatever we need to do. We need to get Gord Soros bricks, throw them around, you know what I mean? And at some particular point, we'll get what we want. Nigerians in the front of the, the uh, reparations line. Hello, brother. How you doing, brother? We ain't get here getting our reparations. Yes, sir. You're like, what you doing in the damn line? All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, anyway. Where are we at? Uh, people don't like that, but it's the hardcore truth. I was around during the Million Man March. Guess what happened after that? Nothing. Mm. Not a damn thing. Then y'all was all getting jiggy. You know what I'm saying? You was out there, dirt off your shoulder, doing the stanky leg, doing the two-seat roll. Y'all was out there. <laughs> y'all was out there, Superman, that hoe, watch me, you. And y'all was doing all that. Sh and then all of a sudden, by the time 2020 come around, we've experienced the worst racism in the history of this country. I was like... That's offensive. <laughs> I was like, I don't even care. And I'm offended by that statement. Mm. What happened to when you was popping Cristal and getting jiggy? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, I'm offended by that. Because I lived before your time and damn, it was racist. <laughs> Let me not get off. Anyway, where are you? Brian Horsley's in the building. Shout out to you. Dr. AMG is in the building. The C in CGA stands for Caliente. Shout out to you. He says CGA to go. We're having a good couple of weeks here. Pipe down. You're choosing to watch this content. Shout out to Leaf is in the building. Thank you, sir. Jean-Claude is in the building with a, we'll give it a sponsorship at that particular point. Wow. Oh, man. Y'all brothers are supporting. Juan Premier is in the building. He says, Chloe K having another baby with Tristan. Hashtag hypergamy. Boy, they are the definition of hypergamy. Boy, they are doing their best. And they, the, 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 the thing that the Kardashians are doing, I don't hate on them. They're spawning a new generation of a wealth class that is going to represent a mix of black elite men that are going to be basically excommunicated from the family at one particular point. They're going to keep the production, the reproduction of these men. 
and these people will have good genetics and they'll have good financial backgrounds. They're going to be the new elite. They're going to be the, you know, this is always uh, already being started. Uh, I talked about this, about kind of blacks being phased out and, and we're, we're homogenizing. We're kind of uh, coming together as a society, but by uh, procreating, like mixing each other, race mixing, if you will. Uh, the poor people will be poured out. And um, so this is what they're doing. They're creating that new generation of elite where they're going to be somewhat racially ambiguous, somewhat light-skinned, somewhat exotic racially. That's going to be the new America. That's going to be the new America. New, 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 new world order. That's the new, that's the new America. It's like eugenics. It's like, it's like, it's like the movie Get Out. It's like the movie Get Out, but with procreation. And they're going, okay, we're going to take your talents and we're going to take our hustle. It's like the Get Out movie, you know what I mean? And we'll merge them together and we'll create a superhuman elite force of light-skinned, racially ambiguous, Steph Curry type, you know? <laughs> it's what's going on. It's, it's what's going on. And so you, you'll see that more, more and more, more and more. Uh, mark my words, I'm from the year 2030, so I already see it going on. And I might have uh, inseminated a few people just to see if it's working out, you know. But I already know what happened. It's in the future. <laughs> uh, anyway, where are we at here? Shout out to Dr. AMG. He says, I got to join the Sunday streams, the seeking streams for advice. Oh, yeah. Hey, doctor, doctor, doctor. Um, I had a good little Ling Ling uh, experience recently at the junior college. And she said, yeah, she said I was at this girl's 24. Okay. And she was like, oh, you know, I was dating this doctor and he had me on this kind of an allowance. And she was trying to explain it. And um, <laughs> great stories that I share on my member stream. And she was like, yeah, you know, he, I would never sleep in his bed. He would make me sleep in a separate room. He had a house, four bedroom house. And he had a room for his junior college girls to sleep in. He didn't allow him to sleep in the bed. And then he had him on a structure. It was fantastic. I mean, when she was breaking it down, I was like, you don't say taking notes. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, you don't say. It's absolutely fantastic, man. Anyway, I was like, man, that is fantastic, bro. She gave me some notes. I was like, damn, I'm going to do that, too. I'm going to do that, too. <laughs> it's crazy. That was a Ling Ling, bro. And she was, boy. She made me remember I need to go to Thailand because <laughs> she was Thailand. She was Thai for sure. Uh, I was like, damn, I need to get over there, Sean. <laughs> it was Dr. Fauci. Somebody says, how do we get access? Uh, right there, coachgregadams.locals.com. And not only that, you get all the ones that we've already done. You get all the ones that we've already done. So you can go back and look at all the ones in the past and we go in. We go in what's over there, man. And shout out to the fake book Karens that's coming over ruining seeking arrangements. This is actually disgusting. I mean, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it. Oh, my God. We'd be fantastic. I'll travel to you. I'll do whatever you need to do. I'm just looking for a little bit of support. You're like 37. Get out of here. We don't need you kind of people here. Stop liking my profile and stop messaging me. It's on. Oh, yeah. By the way, they are on Patreon, too. So, you know, go support. This isn't stuff to put on YouTube because they, you know how they do. I don't let these people come in here and get it for free. Uh, where are we at? Uh, let's get into the show. Let's start off with the first story right here. Let's talk about um, AOC, the politician known as AOC. They would go by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. 
she's very spicy. She just recently got trolled by a YouTuber who goes by the name of Alex Stein. And I won't play the sound effect this time because I want to stay on the stream. You know, it's early in the show. But AOC got called uh, called out. And this is Yahoo's interpretation of the story. AOC called out a, a far right troll, you know, who made lewd comments about her body on the Capitol steps. And then she says here, I was actually walking over to deck him. Now, when you see the video, you're going to see what we're talking about. She did make a move to go after him. But we're going to see, man, is what this guy did, Alex Stein, he's a YouTuber, uh, shout out to him, is what he did fair or foul? All right, we're going to review the video. Um, here's the video right here. It's kind of small. And uh, we're going to review the video of Alex Stein trolling AOC Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. AOC, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right, look. Hey, hey, look. Hey, I don't know, man. He even threw in the kill baby thing. But, hey, man, he what's wrong with this type of objectification? I'm actually confused. Are we mad at something like this? This is not – this is – what did they call this? Lewd comments. They call this lewd comments. I mean, are we considered this lewd comments? These seem like what people are actually displaying out there. The objectification is definitely on the woman's side. They're self-objectifying themselves. Now, when you take control of it and they don't have the control anymore, no, it's lewd comments. AOC definitely did respond to this particular video. All right. And we'll play the video again here in a second. But AOC has something to say about this video right here. And of course, we're going to play the background music that you need to hear because AOC going to go in and we'll play the background music right now. Hey, everybody. I'm here in the Capitol. Um, see this guy right there? Right there. He, when I was walking up, um, he said, hey, it's right in front of the Capitol Police officer. Hey, uh, here's this, look at that big ass, look at that big juicy booty, this Latina, like whatever, you know, all the bunch of racist, sexist stuff. And since nobody can do anything, I'm just telling you because um, this institution is not designed to protect people and it's really hard and it's really sad that my only recourse is to just let you know about it but that's the institution we're in okay so essentially she said help <laughs> she said she said his simple whistle help me help i don't know what to do all right listen i'll use it Remember when she was making that little video and she was all up in there like this? It was fair. But now it's foul when you call him a degrading. You're saying the Capitol Police person didn't help me. Help. Capitol Police person like sitting over there like this. Can't do nothing about it. You stuck. Very much the damsel in distress. So she said, I got to tell somebody. I got to report somebody. Nobody did anything. So I'll go to Instagram. I'll go to Instagram and complain about it. Mize a victim. 
Him objectified me. Him said lewd statements. Him said some truthful statements. Like, what was he supposed to say? Like, if he said you're ugly, like, what would happen? All right, what would happen? Would he be out of bounds if he said, AFC, you, wait a minute, if he said you ugly, and I'm just paraphrasing here, horse teeth, skinny neck, pencil neck geek, all right, who's tearing down the country? I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm saying I'm not saying that that's what I believe, but I'm just flipping the script. If he would have just actually described her as most people see her, you wild-eyed, cock-eyed, crazy, lunatic, communist. <laughs> if he would have said that, you buck too. Like, what, what would have happened then? Would it have been lewd or just disrespectful? He was like, hey, baby. I'm running game on you. Hey, the game artist should be actually saying, this is inbound, Sean. Hey, Sean, this is how you cold approach right now. This is what you do, and this is top-tier direct game. This is direct game, Sean. You know, you tell the girls what you want. You tell the chicas what you want, and you roll up to them and say, this is what I want. Look at all that wagon she dragging. All right, let's go ahead and watch the video one more time. She did run up on him. Guys, I would not suggest that you do this in public. But she's a public figure, so she deserved it. Favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. Hey, what's wrong with you? Look, that's not lewd. The big booty Latina. I mean, how many people have you said, have you heard say, and they flat out lying? Everybody says I have a booty like J Lo. And you'd be looking at them like this. You don't have no booty like J-Lo. You're, listen, a wide bottom does not make a big bottom. Your bottom wide. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? J-Lo's bottom is big. Wide booty don't make big booty. You just got a wide booty. All right, so listen. He gave her a compliment. He said you look pretty in that dress. All right, let's go ahead and continue. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty. And so there she is. She was like, I'm irate. I'm beside myself. <laughs> She's got beside herself. She literally has somebody beside herself. That's one of my favorite phrases, by the way. He's beside himself. That's what old people used to say. Like he jumped out of his body and he's beside himself. Uh, let's go ahead and say, I guess this was the time. You know how <laughs> in the article it says, I was going to walk over and deck him. This is another lie that typically people who claim to be a victim will tell you, typically a chick. Sometimes it's a ninja that will tell stories like that. Man, what I did, Sean, is I went over there and I told him about himself, Sean, and I told him off and I flipped him off and I was going to hit him with the flying cross elbow and all of that, son. I was going to get him with a back body drop and a flying cross body from the top rope. That's basically what they say. And then when they go, then if you are actually there, you see what they did. It was nothing close to what they talked about. Nothing close of what they said. She said she was going to go over and deck him. She didn't even, she took two steps. And then her handler, her MK Ultra handler held her back. <laughs> so she didn't, she wasn't going to go over there and do nothing. Now, as a matter of fact, she starts screaming something. Her handler held her back. She might be touching her top there. And then she act like she was going to take a selfie. She switched it up. So let's go ahead and back review. According to the Yahoo article, I was going to go over there and deck him. No, you weren't. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. Why don't you do a little selfie? Why don't you do a little selfie? She wasn't going to go over there and deck him. 
maybe if he got a little bit closer, maybe she would have swung that little skinny old two-pick arm out there, but she wasn't going to do nothing. I love it. My favorite. And she walked away. Hey, women always turn their hair, whip that hair back, and walk off all fast. All right, I walked off. I told him off. (laughs) For her, it was like a 15-minute moment. Life slowed down, and she was like, I told him this, and I said that. You rewind the film. It was two seconds. All right, let's go back. Booty Latina. One, two, and just walked off all super fast, stomping her feet. I'm going to stomp my feet, stomp up the stairs, you know. (laughs) By the way, AOC, you know what I mean? As much as I'm trying to hate against her, she foldable as hell. She foldable. She foldable for real. All right, so I, you know, I ain't super duper bad. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. What's lewd about that? The big booty thing, somewhat, you know. What's lewd about look at how beautiful she looks in that dress? Ooh, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. Hey, even pronounced tamale with the accent. So I don't see how this is lewd. It's somewhat interesting. But I don't think it's called for to her to have this particular type of reaction. I mean, she overreaching for sure. I'm here in the Capitol. Um, I told him off. This guy right here. Why is she sneak recording him there? Right there. He, when I was walking up. um, Give me some attention. He said, hey. It's right in front of the Capitol Police officer. And he did not commit a crime. I don't believe so. I don't know if any Capitol Police are here. Uh, did you all open that door to the people in the insurgency or what? I don't know. I'm just asking for a friend. Mm. All right, continuing on here. Hey, uh, here's this. Look at that big ass. He didn't say that. He did not say big ass. See, they be lying, bro. He did not say ass. Now, ass would be lewd. He said booty. 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 That's all he said. Booty. He did not say yes. Look at that big juicy booty. He did not say that. He didn't say juicy booty. He said booty. Booty. Come on, man. (laughs) This Latina, like whatever, you know, all the bunch of racist, sexist stuff. How is it racist? Look at her face. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, ALC, man. Take that L. Just take the compliment. Just smile. You could have smiled and waved. It was what not racist, what he said. He said Latin. Maybe he needed to say Latin X. As Dane Calloway say, these terms are misnomers. They're used by your handlers to identify you, to erase your history. Something like African-American, but that's neither here nor square. And misnomer is a false identifier that makes no sense to confuse you, belittle you, and then to brand you as something that they want to call you, not yourself. Mm. It's like calling you Toby and you want to be called Kunta Kinte. Continuing on. And since nobody can do anything. Nobody can do anything. I was helpless. It was 15 seconds of my life. I'm just telling you because um, this institution is not designed to protect. Protect who? She wanted to say women, but she didn't. Look. Uh, she could look. Oh, you was about to catch her. So she's acting like it's sexist, but what is a woman? Anyone? 
she was about to say woman. This system isn't designed to protect women, but she was like, new, 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 new world order. She caught herself. She caught herself. Watch it. Do you watch this? It ain't sexist if there's you're not a woman. Continuing. Because um, <clears throat> this institution is not designed to protect. Protect? Protect who? Protect who? People. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. Oh, dude. Hey, you know what? AOC, I I'm done with you. That definitely deserves some shuffling on that part, and you lost today. <laughs> I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Man, she took a L. Take that L, ALC, man. Hey, man, you get donkey of the day. I don't even know who said that. Anyway, let's get on to the next part of the show. That was sad. She went out sad. The system isn't to designed to protect pe women, pe women, uh, birthing people. Stop. <laughs> All right. By the way, AOC, yeah, you know what I mean? Just just don't talk. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, go to the next part of the show. Uh, dad abandons five-year-old child, his child, right? After discovering that he is not the father. And that's you. Uh-oh, this story is interesting, gentlemen. We always tell you about this paternity fraud thing. We tell you to keep your head on a swivel. We tell you not to trust no one. We tell you no one's fighting for men's rights. We need we need DNA. We need automatic DNA test at birth. Y'all can afford it. America can afford it. But this happened in China, by the way. But here it is. Dad abandoned son, age five, at school after discovering he is not the father. Right. This is interesting. Y'all can tell me if this fit is fair or foul. He was like, man, F them damn kids. Mm. <laughs> He's like, F them kids. That kid ain't mine. He was like, the boy ain't mine, mine, mine. He hit that Billie Jean. He was like, Billie Jean is not my lover. She's just the girl who says that I am the one. But the kid is not my son. <laughs> he was like, oh, he, hey, 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 he. <laughs> is this fair or foul? Let's go ahead and do a poll. He was like, the kid is not my son. Is the dad right? I mean, at least could he went to the school and drop, picked his ass up and then dropped his ass off where? We're going to put D-A-D. Is the dad right on this one? All right, this is definitely some Mac game for sure. This is a real Mac game. Is the dad right on this one? Yeah, we'll do this. Ask the community. Is he right for doing this? Say yes if you agree. Hey, leave his ass there. It ain't my kid. Is he if he and say no if he's wrong? So here, let's read the order. <laughs> Damn, that purple haze. Here's, here it is right here. A man in China reportedly refused to care for his son. After discovering he's not actually the biological offspring and left him at preschool. Let me think about this for one second. Hold up. He's a deadbeat daddy and he ain't even the daddy. Let me read that line again. A man in China reportedly refused to care for his son. Nope. After discovering he's not actually his biological offspring. 
Man. It, this can't be real, bro. Martin, what you think, bro? Even Martin Luther Lee is like, bro, we're going to give you a double Martin Luther Lee. Martin Luther Lee, like, we're going to have to stare at you, Martin Luther Lee. You know you out of line with that damn title. Look, even when you ain't the daddy, they shaming you for being a deadbeat daddy. He's a deadbeat daddy. Well, it ain't my kid. You're still a deadbeat. Damn deadbeat. <laughs> All right. I'm tired of you deadbeats. Well, look, it ain't mine. You're a deadbeat. You're an even bigger deadbeat. How dare you? How dare you? He was like, that kid ain't mine. Hell with him. Let him find his own way home. It says right here, the five-year-old. Of course, it's not even fair to the kid, you know. But that was his mama's fault. The five-year-old who was being identified under a pseudonym. I can't pronounce all of that. He was abandoned last week by his father. <laughs> nope. Wait, wait, wait. He wasn't abandoned by his father. What is going on? Is China Max kid? He was not abandoned by his father. He was abandoned by a man who thought he was the father. Who dropped him off at school per usual, but failed, failed to return to collect him in the evening, according to local reports. Wow, this is complicated. It's not really complicated. Uh, the kid had a backpack with him containing only a uh, change of clothes and a mobile mobile phone. Shout out to the United Kingdom. And it says the boy's teacher, whom the publication referred to by his surname, Chin, reportedly tried to contact his father. Yeah, but when you tried to contact his father, the man was not the father. Are we are we clear or no? He spoke to Chin and refused to pick up the child, stating that he wasn't the boy's biological father, according to the paternity testes. And that Shai, Shai, I don't even know how to pronounce it, was now the school's problem. My man got ice water in his veins. He got ice water, dude. I'm telling you, brothers, man, to be cold like the middle of the winter in Minnesota. You got to be cold out here, man. Keep them. Hey, Mr. Palmer says, keep them veins cold. I ain't heard nothing but cold in here. He said, Chin visited the little boy's home later and found it to be empty. And his mother's whereabouts were unknown. The man, the man's went over to confront the mom and she broke. She left. She emptied out the house, took the kid and start shuffling down wherever she went in China. See, that's why you keep your veins cold. That's why you keep your veins cold. Because she kept her veins cold, she got the hell out of there. He says local reports said they contacted police who made contact with the little boy's grandfather. I'm really, really confused. Let me think about this. I'm assuming it's the mother's father. <laughs> because if it's the grandfather, if it's the dad's father, it's not the grandfather. Boy, this could be complicated. And of course, the grandparents knew they're sheltering the kid and they're probably still calling the man a deadbeat. And the dude was like, it ain't my kid. <laughs> they mad at the daddy. You are the daddy, but you're not. And you still should have picked the kid up, but you didn't. You're not a good man, but you should. All right. They kind of made contact with the little boy's grandfather and uncle, but they also allegedly refused to pick up the boy. Oh, it gets worse for this kid. Damn this poor kid, boy. I tell you, man. 
even the grandpappy and the uncle was like, F that kid. They was like, I ain't picking him up. It ain't my kid. So this is obviously the, the alleged father's father. And they was like, it ain't my problem, son. Kid getting bounced the hell around. The mother skeeted the hell up out of there and left the kid. Oh, man. Well, listen, let me tell you something. A lot of you guys think this is foul, but you don't say nothing when people break up with a three-year-old kid and have that kid living out of a backpack for 13 years. I ain't got nothing to say then, you praying mantis people. This is nothing. You guys do this in America like it's nothing. So I don't feel, I don't feel bad for this kid. I don't feel bad for the parents. Uh, and I don't, don't act like y'all don't do stuff like this either. Y'all put y'all kid in school at preschool daycare, 6 a.m. So you can go to work. 7 a.m. The preschool daycare takes their ass to school. You sign them up for after school daycare. Lock they ass up till six o'clock so you can fornicate after work. You drive home, pick up your kid, take them to McDonald's, shove fast food down their throat. Then you take them home. You got some homework. The kid says, nope. All right. Get in the shower. They barely wash they butt. You throw them in the bed. Get in the bed. I got my boyfriend coming over. Mm. Y'all ain't no better. Y'all ain't no better. So don't criticize this man over here. So what ended up happening to the boy? Now they're reporting that the youngster was expected to be picked up by his biological mother this week. Users of the Chinese microbiome, who cares all about all that? They expressed they express their concern for the boy in anger for his father on the, plag- on the platform. So there's a microblogging site in Chinese. And they're still blaming the father. The kid's villain origin story says H.P. Bennon. Wait a minute. How is the father still getting blamed on this one? Look, look at his innocence is really poignant. Other people's children are pampered like babies, but he has the face. Uh, he has to face the cruelty of the adult world. Another user uh, commented. I'm really confused on this one. How is the dad? Okay, look, he's not the father. He would have picked up the kid. Mama's out here hole hopping in China. Um, she had girls nights out. He still has a kid for three or four days. He looking at the damn kid like, what the hell is going on here? Like, when was he supposed to? The mom obviously she got up out of there. So. He's not the father. Why y'all? Why y'all putting the dead? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, man, boy. Uh, people are taking L's everywhere. Anyway, let's get to the contributions. How is he still getting blamed? Can somebody answer that question? Where are the people? Well, he at least should have picked them up. Well, he still would have had the kid. Like right now, they can't even locate the mom because the mom got up out of there. She was like, "Damn, my secret has been discovered. I must hide, and I must go find the, you know." What's a Chinese Tyrone's name? I must go over to Shan's house or Chin's house. Chin. Chiron Chin. How is he still getting the blame? This is despicable. All right, so we got a vote here. Is the dad right on this one? We got 17% of the people that are still. He's a deadbeat. I can't stand these deadbeat ass fathers. Oh, Bruce. <laughs> it's Bruce. Wang, okay, Wang. She went over to Wang's house, pause, or some young guy. She was like, some young guy. It's me outside. Xiao Peng. Xiao Bang. Fang Fang. All right, boy, I, listen, they're going to take me down, bro. I'm just letting you know. <sighs> Don't take me down. This is all, relax, man. Let me put up the disclaimer while I do these things. And I'm not saying that they reported this in here. Okay. All right. 
uh, what was the dude's name in 16 Candles? He was like, my name is uh, the guy that said Maddie. Maddie, what was his name? <laughs> he was like, I'm outside. Hey, some young guy. It's some young hoe. I'm outside. They've discovered me. Oh, no. Long Duck Dong. Hey, Long Duck Dong, it's some young hoe. I'm outside. That would be perfect. That would be the makings of a movie. Okay. Long Duck Dong, any building? All right, this is... <laughs> Jesus. All right, we're here. Oh, this show. What are we doing now? This is despicable, man. You guys, you people are despicable. When it comes to children, producing children... I cannot tell you the disgrace that you people are at how you guys treat children. And then this guy stands up for his rights and they're calling him a deadbeat. I don't get it. All right, man, who is in here? Uh, Cheap drum hack says she said I'm short on rent. And I said, I got money. Boy, you know, around these times of the of the week, man, they be short on their rent. Ladies, what's going on with your budget? I don't mind it all because, you know, <laughs> and then. I get to go back and do what I was doing the rest of the day. I don't got to huddle. I don't got to cuddle. I don't got to plan weekend vacations and trips. I don't have to listen to her. You know, I have this fantastic idea. And you're like, what is it now? Perhaps we'll go to Ikea all day and we'll pick out curtains. You're like, oh. We'll go to the grocery store. We'll go to the farmer's market. You're like, oh, my God. But I'm winning. At least I don't have to pay like that damn scrub coach. All right, he's a trick. I would never lawyer myself to trick in that manner. I actually have a girlfriend. I'd never have to pay. Coach has to pay. I get it for free. And I have her soul. Weekend comes. We're going to our nephew's first birthday party. We're going to give him a cupcake. He's going to pick it up and smear it all over his face. We're going to take silly pictures of him. Then we're going to Chuck E. Cheese, the farmer's market. And then we have tickets to the fair and the festival. And then we're going to go... <laughs> I don't have to pay. I literally get to date my woman and I'm able to capable of keeping her too. And I have her under my thumb and I run dominant game on her. She's under my control. Yes, honey. Uh-huh. What are you saying here? Oh, shut my live stream down now. Okay. I'm coming. Uh, yeah, uh, hey, shh, shh. Quiet, man. I'm actually trying to show these dudes that I have dominant game. Hey, uh, back to it, man. Hold it, masculine friend. See what I'm doing, right? I'm holding frame, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, um, make sure you have the tickets to the festival. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and can I get some peace leave tonight? No? Okay, all right. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing? None? Okay. All right. Tomorrow? No? You still bleeding? Okay. All right. Man, I'm going to go to the junior college coach. Right. Hey, man, coach, hey, man, I'll meet you at the junior college, man, after I tell these dudes how to hold masculine frame. Hey, 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 hey. All right, man, where are we at here? Jay says the future is harems. Yes, it is, and it's only for the top 10% of men. And, of course, there's some married men that are out here. I saw a guy dissing Kevin Samuels. I'm like, bruh, how you still dissing Kevin Samuels, man? Like, what in the world? Like, dude, he been gone. We shouldn't honor him. He was on TikTok. I don't even know why it came up on my feed. I had to post a video and I had to go on there. And it was the first thing that popped up. I'm like, 
They were like, he he lied to you. He ended up dying alone. Sure, he had a woman there, but you know, like he was going in and 70% of men are married that are wealthy, 30% are divorced. He had his statistics and all of that. And the women were in there. Go ahead, King. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. They was putting this emoji in there where the girl's like, ting. That's right. Wear your crown, son. Sir, wear your crown. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. He had to think about it for like two or three years. He's watching the show. Damn, I need to come with a good comeback. Two years and six months later, after the funeral, he's out. This is what I need to say about Kevin. You know, like, now you got some, <laughs> now you got something. Hold a little fingernail, ting, ting. All right, speak it, King. That's right. And by the way, if you scratch and sniff my comment, you might get a little bit of sniff of this girl. He all down late into the show. Where you been? Anyway, shout out to him. Jason Webb. Thank you, sir. Jason Webb's in the building. Again, he never says anything, though. No. I don't know, man. New, 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 new world order. Anyway, they're like, we're sponsoring today's show. Keep it up. Keep the marital rates that coach. You're doing a good job. Following announcement has been paid for by the new world order. <laughs> Just play it. This dude's like, I knew it. Confirmed coach Illuminati. I got money. You ever see dudes in there? I knew it. I've been waiting for the day to do a video. He just confirmed. He just confirmed it. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> I knew he was getting pushed out there. I remember they were saying Sandman was like Illuminati back in the, because he would never reveal himself. All right. Uh, Humble Lee says, uh, check out the TV docuseries Candy. The TV docuseries Candy. What what, what channel is it on? Docuseries. And I, it's hard to catch up on shows. And I can't. Um, it's on Hulu. Interesting. I see something going on. Does it have murder in it? Oh, if it has murder, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> right, I love murder. I'm fascinated by it, by the way. Like, I'm fascinated. What would what would bring you to the point like I'm gonna end this person's life? I just don't get it. I've never been to that point. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna end theirs. I'm gonna stop them from breathing, turn their TV off, cut their oxygen. You know, it's kind of like you got to be pissed the hell off. I've had people piss me to the hell hell off, and I was like, I'll never do it. But if they die, though, it ain't on me. I might pray and pray on their downfall. <laughs> but I wouldn't delete them or anything. Is that okay? All right, where are we at here? Mr. Surgeoner is in the building. He says, hey, Coach, Padron, 1964 anniversary edition. Seagulls in the building. <sighs> Take it easy on the cigars. All right. Um, Jose V says, that dude in China is my new hero. He deserves a round of applause. I'm actually on the dad side on that one. I'm on the I mean I'm on the alleged dad side. I'm on the after daddy side. Or he is the, the before daddy. I think he was the before daddy. I'm on the before daddy side on that one. I mean, that was an L. He hung that L up. He took that L and he marched on with pride with ice water in his veins. He kept his vein go and he was like, hey, y'all deal with the rest. Sometimes you gotta wash your hands of kids. 
because they, they literally call him him a deadbeat and he ain't even the daddy. They still railing him. He's like, wash your damn hands. Man, learn when to walk away. Uh, he also says, as Shakespeare wrote, tis the fruit of whoring. Did he? Oh, Shakespeare. I got to read some Shakespeare. He was in there calling. He was doing that. Oh, man. All right. Who is this in the building? Let me make sure I can say your government name on PayPal. Royal Scott is in the building. I'm older and now retired Chad, and I feel young and hot girls constantly trying to finesse me for favors. Yes. He says, is this due to a new wave of thinking or due to them just wanting my cream? Hashtag coach gang. We're going to break that down in the next segment. Um, A lot of us that are learning what's going on over on locals.com when I do my streams. Um, there is a finesse part of this that you have to understand. Um, they're doing it out of a necessity. Um, they're leveraging what they have. They obviously want what many men have, and they're finding a way to leverage it. And uh, we get down to the dirty parts of this when we're on locals, but um, it's part of the game. I'm just letting you know. Um, it's no different than married women. Married women play the same game. Uh, but men, we have these, we compartmentalize these typical uh, segments of relationships, and uh, we think they're different. But they're operating under the same thing. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same game, but people moralize and demoralize one part. But it's the same thing. Everybody's doing the same transactional game, and um, it is what it is. And so I don't look down on people who do it transactionally different. I just make you aware that you're doing it the same. It's all the. It's okay. It's a finesse either way. It's a leverage game either way. So shout out to you. So what they're doing is um, uh, just wait till I get to the article. It's coming up. It's coming up. And it's going to talk about how the economy changes, how we deal with it. It talks about the, it's going to talk about the exact day dating diet, how the economy shifts the way we interact socially in the quote unquote dating marketplace. And so because there's a hard economy out here, now we kind of look past, again, we we shield ourselves. I'm telling you, we shield ourselves. I don't see it, so it's not happening. It doesn't make sense. Like, I'm literally showing you where it is. I told you where to go to see the streams, and people still come in here and feign ignorance. What? This is not true. <laughs> and I'm sitting over there like, come over to the, come over to the stream. Invest a couple of bucks. I'll show you exactly what's happening. Mm. No, I, will, I won't look. As long as I don't look, I won't acknowledge it. It's not true. This is how Americans are. They feign ignorance. They look the other way. They act like they're moral. They act like they will do their do uh, do dude. It's kind of like this. You know, everybody, we need to help each other. Well, when you're in a rush going to work and you see somebody stranded on the side of the road, what do you do? You drive right by their ass. You look and you keep on going. What happened to we need to help each other? See, when the time, when it, when, when it's, when it gets real, you reveal who you truly are. You're an asshole. And you see these people need help. They need help pushing their car across the street and your ass went smooth by them. Okay? You're a hypocrite. Now, I tell you, I ain't helping their ass if I saw them. I mean, I'm letting you know. When the dude holding a sign, oh, man, we need a bone marrow transfer for my 10-year-old. I'd be like, skeet. They walk by the window. They'd be like, God bless. I'd be looking at it like this. I'd be looking out the window. I don't see your ass. I tell you that's how I act. But you guys do it in real life and then come out here like your mother Teresa. Mm. And you're hypocrites. Most of you guys. <laughs> I tell you I'm Thanos. 
I tell you I'm a tyrant. I tell you I'm a narcissist and all that stuff. You act like you're moral and Mother Teresa, but you're an a-hole. I, I'm telling you, I see you all the time. <laughs> all right. If you look at him, I'm like, as long as I don't look at your ass, I don't have to donate. Yeah, they be funeral scamming, y'all. My point is to never give anybody money panhandling. Every, anybody. Asian dude came up to me the other day, me and my son coming from the mall. We walk into the car. He walk up, you know, he's holding money in his hand. You know, just, I just, you know, I normally do. I'm not a bum. I already know I'm looking at his ass like, I'm looking at him like this. All right, oh, here we go. All right, you must think I woke up on the other side. I'm staring at him like, here's the deal. I just have to tell you, man, this is just a weird scenario. I mean, um, we're we're out of town. We're from California. We got stuck out here. It's 198,000 degrees outside. Uh, I have a flat tire. I'm not a bum though, but uh, I went to call AAA or the tow truck, and the tow truck cost $86, but my debit card only has $76 on it, and I was going to deposit this fistful of cash that I've collected from the people onto the debit card, but I can't because the ATM's way down away, way away from the car that I'm driving. So perhaps. You give me some cash. I looked at my kid. I said, this is how you handle this. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> and I said, son, this is a valuable lesson. Never help anybody. <laughs> just letting you know, because you got that. You got to draw the line somewhere. You know what I mean? Like if you just be like, well, in this case scenario, I'll help a person. That sounds like an honest story. And then on this case scenario, look at these bums panhandling. You got to draw the line. So I'm always, it's a, it's a no every single time. Mm. Sorry, bro. Good luck. Have fun. I don't know. And they look, look, listen, listen, I, I could easily be in that situation. It would suck too. But it's always a no. And no, it wasn't an angel sent by God. This is you guilty conscious people. Maybe this is an angel sent by God to test me to see if I can get through the pearly gates when I die alone. So you'd be like, God's testing me right now. Let me give him some money. I got money. I'm like, is your daughter around, please? I don't, I don't know. She college age? Perhaps I can help you. Out of the kindness of my heart, I think we can make something work. This will only take 20 minutes max. Minimum, maybe. Son, here's a C note. Go shop in the mall. We're going to go take care of Chin's problem right now. <laughs> Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I think we could have worked something out, but she wasn't there. Oh, man. Anyways. All right. I don't know, man. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Come on, laugh, man. Laugh a little. Laugh a little. Come on, man. We're having fun. <laughs> We're having fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not supposed to be laughing at your own jokes. Uh, next part of the show. I got to stop. <laughs> I got to stop. Last one. Uh, no Name says AOC got so upset, she later made a video snitching on her own party for opening the doors on January 6th, calling it an inside job and not releasing videos of what really happened exactly. I hope she 
that would be fantastic if she actually did that. I'd love to wait around and see the end results of that. They're eating themselves from within. All right, uh, I'll do one more. I think this is the, the Jimmy ZTT. Yeah, he says, me and my friends were harassed and racially profiled on the steps outside of the U.S. Capitol. Capitol Police were there. None of them approached us. He should have been yelled. He says he should have yelled, yelled Latina X. RIP to KS and T-Mon. Shout out to the coach gang. Oh, man. None of them helped us. They were black. They were they were black Capitol Police. All of them. And they did not talk to us. OK, OK, we're, we're ready for the last segment of the show. Uh, let's see here. It's going to be a rather long one, but it is what it is. Uh, we're going to go with this one. Uh, the exact day that dating died. Oh, this is going to be an interesting show. I did a long episode about this about two years ago, but we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. Let me read this article to you. And it talks about what I talked about. I remember a couple people did a response videos to this because I said dating is so is closely linked to prostitution in our culture. Yes, that has changed a little bit. That is because people aren't aware of the change. They are have they have they haven't been aware. Not only are they not aware, we haven't even caught up to some of this thing that the article is going to um, um, talk about. So sometimes we'll go back to traditional. We need to go back to tradition, traditional dating. This article is going to admit traditional dating as you know it is not very old. It's a very young idea. And the, when it switched to this sort of traditional dating, what you think is traditional dating, why can't, why can't guys do nice things and romance and all this stuff? This was seen as, as prostitution. And with that being said, it is definitely prostitution in today's. When when you break down the argument that they're saying, well, you should want to go spend time with me and go take me out to dinners and nice things, two or three dates, 90 days, however thing you do. And then the guy's supposed to pay, 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 pay. But I don't pay and I don't sell myself, but I'm selling myself in essence. Mm. Let's get to the show, man. It's actually, I mean, here's the article right here. So just so you know, my philosophy and understanding about the world is truthful and it's not way off from reality. Why earlier dating was often confused with prostitution. Guys, there's no confusion. It is prostitution. <laughs> it is. It says right here, let's read that article. Most people, here's the, uh, here's the thing right here. Then, now, then, now. Any one night stand after a date, even if she doesn't say, because you took me on a date, I'm going to give you sex. If he paid for the receipt, if he paid the receipt and then you went home, but you just met, that would be prostitution without a doubt. <laughs> or if she said, because you paid for the date, I'm going to sleep with you or we're going to progress or I can go home or I feel comfortable with you. That would be literally the definition of it. But let's go here. And it says right here, most people have a similar understanding of the norms of a traditional heterosexual date. The man asks the woman out, they get dinner, and the man pays the bill. But when did that tradition start? According to Maura Weigel, Weigel, I won't play the sound effect, a doctoral candidate at Yale and the author of Labor of Love, the invention of dating, the invention of dating, dating have, has evolved drastically over the years. And it turns out dating as we know it, isn't that old. I've been reinforcing that over and over again. This is a newfangled idea. This is why it actually doesn't work. Okay. Weigel or Weigel, 
says that the concept emerged around 18 and 96 when the term was first used. Before that, there was courtship. Courtship. I always tell you you're confusing dating and courtship. You're using it. Uh, you're using it as one word to, to, uh, to replace the other, and they're completely different. Courtship, which, at least for the upper class, typically took the form of something out of a Jane Austen novel. Women and their mothers were what we go call the hosts, more or less the, the, um, the, uh, the madams. <laughs> they were the host of the courtships. And it was socially unacceptable for a man to ask a woman out unless she showed that she was open to his attention. Courtships also typically happened in private spaces and was supervised by parents and other authority figures, meaning we're not going to sell our daughter off. We're going to make sure she's pure. We're going to make sure she's virtual, virtuous. We're going to make sure she is of value. We ain't going to let her pick based on love. Nope, nope, nope. We're going to make sure they do it the right way. And we're going to uphold the standards, okay? And we're going to make sure it's done. Make sure it's it's going to be transactional. How much land do you own? What is this? What is that? In the late 1800s, these courtship rules were completely upended by shifts in the economy. Not in ideas, but the economy. What does economy mean? I got money. Economy means money, the financial sector. According to Weigel, Weigel, economics and courtship are closely linked. I got money. Economics and courtship are closely linked. You mean like you pay? Even in courtship, there was a payment aspect or there was an aspect of where do you stand financially? Even in dating today, I need an economically attractive man. That is linked to paying. That is linked to I'm selecting you on paying ability. Come on, man. Y'all don't want this truth this early in the morning. Wait a minute. It says right here, economics and courtship are closely linked. So as Americans became more and more urbanized and more and more women entered the workforce, it became more and more difficult to keep courtship in the home. And so dating, as we know it, with the man and the woman interacting in public spaces was born. Listen closely now. But where did the, the quote, man asking the woman out and paying the dinner bill idea come from? Well, even though more women had jobs in the very late 19th century, men were still earning a lot more than women. Uh-oh. This is going to be a problem because they're saying because the economic shifts, how we deal with each other changes. But for some reason, this one is stuck. This one is stuck. See, the reason the man paid the bill was because men earned a lot more. Now we earn a little bit more, but it's based on choice. But now women are saying, I got money. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. The woman will brag like that at dinner and then turn her eyes away from the bill when it lays on the table. What happened to all your money? And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. What about all of your independence? Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing. Everything that is all independent. Yeah. And it says, and that income difference between the two helped make men the new hosts of courtship with the women sometimes depending on the male suitor, even to eat. Weigel says. 
Mm. Remember, I've been telling you, man, these people are hungry. They'll do something for Jasmine Rice. So even back then, women were like, I will have a job. I'm somewhat independent, but I'm hungry. Times have not changed. Times have not changed, brothers. It says right here, what we now think as of as the most traditional kind of date possible. It, I'm sorry, what we now think as the most traditional kind of date possible looked like prostitution. She said, noting that at one time women were arrested for accepting dates. Boy, y'all not ready for this. Y'all not ready for this. So what we call traditional dating today was prostitution and a woman doing this outside in the public could get arrested. Mm. Mm. For her sitting across from the table getting fed because she makes less money and he has money. I got money. Was prostitution? It looked like it. And they could get arrested? Hmm. Boy, we haven't evolved very long. This was not very long ago. For years, this form of dating was most practically, I'm sorry, for years, this form of dating was mostly practiced by the lower class, but around 19 and 10, the upper and middle class adopted this style as well. There also was, by 19 and 10, the Man Act, which prevented you from going um, state to state or interstate with a woman who wasn't your wife. That would put your ass in jail, and many people have been used, put in jail via the Man Act. Chuck Berry, Jack Johnson. There was a list that I provided of all the celebrities between 1910 and 1970 that have been jailed, kind of like what R. Kelly has been jailed for for Rico. They used the Man Act because they thought these people were acting immoral without their wives all the way up until the 70s. Let me see something here. Oh, wait a minute. I'm still showing the stream here. Let me take this off before I show you my bank account. All right. Man Act arrests. Act arrests. It says right here, the Man Act of 1910. So this kind of lines up exactly with what we're talking about. Listen closely. It says the Man Act passed in June 1910. That lines up with the article and named after Illinois Congressman James R. Mann invoked the Commerce Clause to felonize the use of interstate and foreign commerce to transport women for immoral purposes. The act was aimed at prostitution, immorality, and human trafficking. Which people, again, this lines up with the article in the timeline. What you're doing, if she meets you somewhere, she picks you up somewhere, she takes you on trips, love to travel. Love to travel. Passport ready. That would be prostitution in 1910, bro. Your ass will get thrown in the clink. And she will get thrown in the clink. Huh? Y'all not ready for this type of information. Let's give you some more information related to this. And the men that actually have been taken down via the Man Act. It says right here, the long, colorful history. Many black men have been taken down by the Man Act. It says, and then typically if you dated uh, interracially, if you dated white women, they take your ass down on the Man Act. Right here, Chuck Berry. Jack Johnson, Charlie Chaplin, Frank Lloyd Wright, all were arrested at one particular point for man acts. It says right here, um, Jack Johnson, the first African-American heavyweight boxing champion, was among the first to be charged under the act. In 1913, he was uh, accused of 
ostensibly transporting, transporting a prostitute from Pittsburgh to Chicago. Johnson was convicted and given the maximum sentence one year and a day. Critics, however, believe that Johnson's case was racially motivated. The prostitute was his white girlfriend. In 1944, Chaplin was prosecuted under the Mann Act in the case stemming from a paternity suit involving the actress Joan Barry. Some believe the case was motivated by Chaplin's left-of-center political views. He was ultimately acquitted, but the image of the U.S. never fully, in the U.S. never fully recovered. In 1959, we're all the way in the 50s. Because people are like, that was 1910, long time ago. We're in now 1959. We're not that, we're getting closer. Singer Chuck Berry was convicted under the Mann Act of transporting across state lines an underage Apache girl, oh, who was act, uh, arrested on prostitution charges weeks later. He ended up serving 20 months in prison on a variety of charges. Now I know you're like, yeah, but they were going from state to state, ocean to ocean, busting the nut while the tour bus keeps coasting. It don't matter. They were still con they were still looking at this as like, what are y'all doing? Y'all, y'all mess, y'all messing around. This is interesting. This is weird what you're doing. Let's go ahead and continue with this article. Now many are observing another huge shift, pause, in the way that we court, proclaiming that dating is dead. But Weigel argues that this change is natural and to be expected. I want you to listen to this part. The hysteria around changing norms regarding dating is a perennial feature, starting from the first vice squad arrests, she said. It's the ritual, wait, is the ritual of going out for dinner ending? Maybe. But however dating evolves, according to Weigel, it'll be closely linked to, wait for it, how we work and how we spend our money. I got money. It always comes back to money. Even dating, even courting, even prostitute, it all comes back to the economy and our money. With that being said, what is going on in this economy today? Undoubtedly, young women are poor. Young women are broke. Young men are poor too. But with that being said, young men can't go sell some salami. But young women can, and they're doing it. Because of the economy, how we interact socially, because the whole dating of I'm going to date you three times and then I'm going to just roll my money out there and you're going to consider it and you're going to pat me on the head. Well, I don't think we're going to work out. But thanks for the three dinner dates is dead, dead, gone. Bye bye. And when did it die? You say, when did it die? Well, let's get into this and let's follow the path because she said because norms change. Women are in the workplace now. They're making their own money. They're bragging. But now they still don't want to pay. I want somebody traditional. Like, no, 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 no. We got to move with the times. And this is why dating is dead because women are saying, let's go back to the 50s. But in the 50s, it was kind of considered still, mm, that's, not, that's not above board. But now we're supposed to go back to that tradition. Even though they are making more money. No, I still want to go. Or they'll say, I made more money. But I don't want to date down. I want to date up. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy stuff. So let's go into when dating died. Let's go back and look at a couple of pieces of timeline here. Instagram came out October 6, 2010. 
Instagram, the platform that we know about, there's literally Instagram hookers on Instagram. There's literally women that say, check the link in my bio or the, the details of booking information in my bio. We know that this is going on, but we put up blinders. We know that they're putting their OnlyFans links or something similar to that into, to, into this feature. So they're using it to sell their bodies and we're using it on the same platform and we're kind of blind to it. We kind of turn a blind eye to it and we really don't acknowledge it. And if you acknowledge it, something you're bitter or hurt. But Instagram came out in October in 2010. That was very pivotal. Could that be the day dating died? Not so fast. Not so fast. How about here, July 8, 2011? Snapchat is now integrated into the iOS operating system on the, wait for it, I won't say it, but Snapchat, the app that we know as the Peekaboo app, the app that you used to be able to just show a small portion of yourself, the nudie app was instituted in the iOS platform right there, July 8, 2011. These were pivotal Pivotal platforms that we still use today, that we cheat today, that we use prostitution today, that we use for dating today. 2012, Tinder app. The app Tinder, as we know as the hookup app, the online dating app, changed everything. I mean, it's actually in our lexicon, you know, the idea of hookup culture. It was started right here with Tinder. Before that, Instagram was kind of a place that you can use. You would use Instagram. Instagram really didn't take off until really 2014. It was still used as a photo filter application. People would take pictures of sunsets and flowers and whatnot. Not really until 2014 did it really take off, but it was available here in 2011. Tinder, 20 and 12. But here's the real date right here. This is the date that you need to know. Mark it down on your calendar. The day that dating died, October 4th, 2011. October 4th, this is the day dating died. What happened on October 4th, 2011? Well, Apple today announced the iPhone 4S. The most amazing iPhone yet, packed with incredible new features, including Apple's dual-core A5 chip for blazing fast performance and stunning graphics and so forth and so on. And it also had on it a camera. And an all-new camera. Oh, no, not a camera in the hands of every modern woman. A full 1080p HP resolution video recording. I think dating was dead right here. And why do you say, coach? Why do you say the Apple iPhone 4S? Why not the three? Why not the four? Well, let's look at the numbers. At this particular time, most people had in their hand, they still had, what is it here? They still had maybe a BlackBerry. They still might have had a flip phone. They still might have had a mobile pager. They didn't transfer to the Apple iPhone 4, I'm sorry, to the Apple iPhone until right about this year. Many people saw the Apple, the original iPhone. They were like, that just looks like an iPod. Didn't have really a camera. They saw the iPhone 2. They saw the iPhone 3, and they weren't sold. And I'm going to back it up with some data. The iPhone 3 sold 1 million phones over the first weekend. Pretty successful, right, you say? But people weren't sold on the Apple iPhone 3. Not even the 3G. They were like, yeah, but I'll stay on my BlackBerry. I'm going to stay on my flip phone. I'm going to stay on my Motorola Razor. I'm going to stay on my, they weren't sold yet. But 
Let me show you the numbers of the Apple iPhone 4S. The Apple iPhone 4S sales top 4 million sales in just three days. Yeah, the Android. People were still on the Android. There was another Android. I can't remember. The Motorola Android. People were still doing Android. But the iPhone 4 changed it all. It topped 4 million. iPhone 3 did 1 million in the first week. iPhone 4S did 4. They put more iPhones in hands in three days than it did almost. Pre, it eclipsed the all of the all the um, all the iPhone 3 sales. And not only that, look at the date, October 18th, 2011. I have it as right here, October, where's our date? October 4th, 2011. Go back, Instagram. Instagram was only available on, at the time, was only available on um, of Android, but it became available on the iPhone around 2010. Once 2011 came, and then Instagram was available on the iOS system, it took off. The app took off. And um, when it's Snapchat, 2011, Peekaboo app, Tinder, 2012, it coincided with this iPhone release date, iPhone 4, iPhone 4S. I think the iPhone 4, let me just read the, let me just read the numbers. And somebody says, so Apple killed dating? Not necessarily. They put mobile phones with cameras in the hands of modern women, and they also gave access to women more options, more dating options. It was the first time that they got to actually select men and get men over. Remember what the cock carousel looked like in 2014, 2013, 2015? And it was all simply because now we had this mix of the smartphone, dating apps, Instagram, hookups, kick. Uh, DMs weren't even available then. Celebrities didn't get on Instagram until 2017. Before then, they used publications, their, their publicists. But this phone in hand killed it. So much so that the creator of this phone would not put these phones in the hands of his own children. Of course, there was effery going on, right? There was effery going on before this. But this thing put so many more, it gave people so many more options. It put so many hands and so many phones. It allowed women to, for the first time to record themselves in the spirit of Lilith. Now you couldn't get the phone out of their damn hands. You couldn't get it out of their hands. They would record themselves, take several damn pictures, creating folders, sending them to you, sending them to 12 other people. <laughs> okay. Recording themselves on Snapchat, three seconds of them touching themselves. This was where it's at. That changed everything. It, it, well, it has never been the same since that day. The release of the iPhone, October 4th, 2011. iPhone 4S changed everything. We haven't come back. Now, for better or for worse, who knows? Because that was at some particular point between this day in 2017, 2018, women hadn't really monetized themselves monetization had not taken place. There were a few Instagram fitness models, but monetization didn't even kick in till around 2018. This is when you start to see women, hey, booking information in my bio or women saying, hey, I'm here, but you need to pay my rent because the numbers went up. More and more people took the Instagram. Matter of fact, let me show you this. I'm gonna show you this. I actually broke this down in another stream here. Instagram um, users by year. 
you're going to see it happen. Um, I did this, actually showed this before. And you're going to see it. It's going to jump out. It's going to be so apparent. Uh, let's see here. Instagram users by year. Oh, y'all can't see that. I'm going to make it larger. That's what he said. <laughs> so this is by millions. 2013, there's 150 million users. You go forward a couple of years. Those numbers almost triple. By 2016, there's 600 million. You go to 2018, there's 100 million. You go to 2020, there's uh, the numbers can't even be rep reported. Okay. But from 2013 to 2018, it went from 150 million to 100 million. I'm sorry, 150 million to uh, that's going to be a billion. My bad. One billion. So by this time, by 2018, you start to see the monetization of the woman. Before that, between 2013 and 2017, it was just the cock carousel. It was just, hey, slide on through. Hey, answer my kick. All right, right? Yeah, one billion. Sorry, I made that mistake. You know, me and math don't work the same. Before that, it was just sexual revolution. You were just fornicating. Everybody just fornicating with each other. They were doing sex drives. They were driving all over the damn county, driving here to there. Girls were getting to bang their first favorite personal trainer and Instagram celebrity for the first time before celebrities even jumped on board. All right. Uh, women were getting to select overweight women now that used to be down in the dumps. Now could be like, shit, I'm a queen. Because dudes was coming over to bang them out. At that particular point, hypergamy went crazy. <laughs> and then women started to say well wait a minute all these top tier dudes are getting it for free i can't keep these guys i'll go to the monetization then you started to see when the dms come out on instagram i'm blowing your mind with this one pause i'm going to show you dms weren't even a thing on instagram till way late in the instagram game when did dms come out before that you had the dm off the app on an app called Kick, that was the most popular one. DMs come out on Instagram. I think 2017, 2018. Um, they said 2013, but not necessarily. You had to really go off to do Instagram Direct. Not so much. Maybe they sent uh, says like they're 2013. It really wasn't that popular back then. Maybe I was on earlier than that. I was on Instagram around 2012 or 2011. But you actually had to go. Remember Kick? You go all the way to their oldest post. It was like post 885 days ago. <laughs> then you go on there and then you drop your kick or you put kick in there, question mark. Y'all don't remember that. Somebody says country girls with cars. For the first time, a small time girl could get in a car in the middle of Rock Springs, Wyoming, drive to Salt Lake City, get piped down. She didn't have access to be able to do that. We actually had reach. People from other countries could reach us instantly. And that changed the dynamics. Who still has a kick? Man, please. Y'all crazy. Who still has a kick? Shout out to Rock Springs, Wyoming. You could do that. You could be like, all right, I'll go to Rock Springs. Hey, come out. What's your kick? All right, drive up here. I mean, you could do that before, but this was on steroids. This is on steroids. So the users went up. Then celebrities finally said, we got to get on on this. All right. Or we're going to miss the boat. And then once celebrities got on and football players, but before because before I remember as a coach of basketball, 
um, when I was coaching college, we used to discourage people from using social media, college athletes. We used to tell them, don't use social media. Don't use Twitter. Don't use that. And then they would have this, they would have to sneak use Twitter. Now, all of a sudden, the, um, the idea that um, now everybody uses social media, it's almost impossible for you to be a public figure and not have it. So now then when celebrities got on, it changed the game because now a woman can reach out to a celebrity and hopefully he sees her DM. If he sees her DM, it could be on and popping. It could be on and popping that fast, that fast. Even MySpace was not that. MySpace didn't even have that ability. Most people on MySpace were MySpace celebrities. <laughs> That's what they were. Not even barely the celebrities were on there. It was still kind of passe. You were hooking up with somebody that was famous on MySpace. But when it came to Instagram, now you have the reach and you have the hypergamy on steroids. Now you have a woman say, I got flown out by my favorite rapper. How did he find you? Instagram, DM, right? Mm. It's amazing. So this is when the day, this is when coaches says the dating died the modern dating but even when the article said dating didn't die it's just evolving how is it evolving let me read it again dating evolves it is closely linked to how we work how we work let's give you that one right here so i could focus on my career and how we spend our money i got money that's how dating evolves. So, yes, the traditional dating is absolutely dead. It's alive for some people, especially, you know, blue pillars and ham and eggers and all of them. They somewhat date. And even then, they still see videos of like, hey, are you going to have sex with me or not? And then, you know, the video where he as at Applebee's and he's going to play for the bill. They're seeing that and they're having that discussion about who pays. There's even young college age women that are blue pilled and they refuse to have the man to pay because they're strong and independent. Now that's changing because they're broke. And that's also changing because seeking arrangement has become what it has become less of a, wow, what is going over over there to a, hmm, let me check out what's going on over there and why the economy and how we work and the traditional dating has died. It's absolutely nuts. So, for us, traditional dating is dead. For most of us. I mean, I was eventually to say 70, 80% of us. It's somewhat dead. It's not coming back. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Yeah. Um, even commitment in relationships. I think more and more people I, I'm, um, are comfortable with saying, I'll pay. Where Before, it was secret. It was secret. And there's still some what? Traditional men who are saying, no, don't go that way because you won't get her soul. Don't go that way because it makes you less of a man. Guys are abandoning that. They're like, nah, forget it. <laughs> All right. They're going, I'm not ashamed. Not only are not men ashamed, because you now hear, say, Dan Bilzerian saying the girls are here for pay. You're hearing Uncle Earl say, I, I wanted to break down like a 12-gauge double bear shotgun. I'll pay. You're now seeing the women going, yeah, I get paid for stuff like this. I'm going on OnlyFans. I'm a teacher. I'm on OnlyFans. I'm a teacher. I'm on Seeking. I'm a te Now you're seeing this change in evolution 
to where now normie, ugly, old women are going on seeking like, I want to be spoiled too. Ting. What does that look like? Well, it looks like prostitution, just like the dating from when it went from courting to dating looks like prostitution. Today, it looks like prostitution, but do we call it prostitution? We don't. Nope. We say, well, he's just spoiling me. I, I really don't do this for sex. It's not like this back page, and they just make all these things, and it's not really, and y'all don't get paid for that. He pays me to leave, and I pay them to leave. I really don't pay them for sex. Yo, dating's dead. Anyway, let me get to these super chats. So let your voice be heard. Dollar sign CGA live is in the building. Yeah, that's men from the 1990s that dated well in the 90s. They're telling men, do what we did in 1990. <sighs> Let me tell y'all something, gentlemen. Can I tell y'all dudes that are telling you how they got girls and laid in the 90s? And I'm not talking about Rolo. Everybody thinks I'm talking about Rolo. But sometimes I am. Sometimes I am. I'm not. But let me just say this. The 90s are dead. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Let me tell you how dead the 90s are. No, I'm not talking about him. I'm just telling you. I'm not specifically talking about him. There's other people that are in my mind when I'm talking about this. Let me tell you what basketball players look like in the 1990s. Are you ready for this? This is what hoopers look like in the 90s. This is what basketball shorts look like in the 1990s. Most of these players, I know these guys don't understand. Most of you players, most of the players on this picture, they're gray and old. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. A couple of these players aren't even alive. R.I.P. Kobe. He ain't even alive. This is how old this picture is. Meaning this is how old your information is. This is how old and outdated your sh is. These players were rookies in this picture. Now these players are 50 years old. <laughs> I love the baggy shorts. I still be like, yo, man, why I got these long ass shorts on? Um, with that being said, they didn't even have flat screen TVs in the 1990s. Y'all still had tube TVs, the Sony Vega. Hold on. Let me show you what your TV looked like in the 1990s. Let's go ahead and show y'all. I'm going to show you what a television you would have bought. You bought a Sony Vega Trinitron TV. This is what TVs look like in the 1990s, Sean. Right here. This was your television set, Sean. And it, it weighed 2,000 pounds. You need eight people to put it on this TV stand. I had one. It broke. I could not move this TV by myself, Sean. Because you couldn't even get the leverage right. This is what your TV looked like, Sean. This is what you sound like giving dudes game right now, Sean. You, you're the Sony Trinitron Vega right now, Sean. <laughs> that back breaking. That this was a back. You see, you see how wide it is in the back, and it had two handles like on the side. You couldn't get around 
You couldn't reach your hand. You couldn't wrench your hand around to grab this damn TV. And if it fell and bro you break your whole damn foot, you see how they have they these handles right here? You see the handles? You break your whole damn foot. <laughs> Somebody says you go to Curtis Mathis and rent this damn television, Sean. Remember rent to own Das TV? That's what you sound like giving game from from the 1996, Sean. That's a television from that's a television from 2000, Sean. You needed two, at least three dudes to put that TV on that stand. And I put that TV because I moved several times. I put that TV stand on once with another dude and it collapsed. Damn near decapitated our damn feet. I don't know how you decapitate feet, maybe amputate. I damn near crushed every metatarsal in my toe. <laughs> Shit. So this is what I'm saying. Like, I just want you to say this. We're closer to 1950 than we are to 1996. Am I right or am I right? We're damn near, like, let me do the math. We're closer to, I'm sorry, we're closer to 2050. I'm sorry, I, I, I spoke wrong. I misspoke. We're closer to 2050 than we are 1996. I just want to put that in perspective. We're closer to the year 2050 than we are to the year 1996. Do the math. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Let me do the math. <laughs> we gone, bro. It's gone. Let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. You guys better get on top of this game, Sean, over here. I'm trying to tell y'all women are monetized. They're monetized to a greater extent than they've ever been monetized. Try messing with one with no money. Am I wrong? I'm wrong. All right. Anyway. Is 2020, 1990, 30 years. Okay, I'm close enough. Do the math. We're in year 2022. Wait a minute. If we're in the year 2022, 2050 is 27 years. Or 28, 28 years. I'm off by two. Okay, so I'm off by two. The year 1990. So, I mean, it's not that far. It's not that far. 28 years going back. It's getting closer anyway. But it's all right. I told you math. <laughs> Let me get to the sponsors of the day show. But I'm going to tell you, we're going to go back to, we're going to go to 2050 if we're lucky. We ain't going back to 1996. Or 1990, at least 1990. Let me show you what was happening in 1990. Hold on for a second. This is going to floor you guys right here. Let me show you. You guys going to be floored. Hold on for a second. Can y'all see the screen? I don't want to give it away. Okay, y'all can't see the screen. Hold on for a second. I'm just making a point. Where are we at? Hold on for a second. Can I get can I get can I get the information up? So this is what was happening in 1991, John. Like the Persian Gulf War. Like Whitney Houston was singing at the Super Bowl, John. Michael Jackson was performing at the Super Bowl. 
See, that was 30 years ago, right there. You see it? 30 years. I'm almost right on this one. <laughs> this seemed like yesterday for old heads. But this is a whole lifetime ago. This is damn near two generations ago. It's literally two generations ago. It says 30 years right there. I know I was closer than I thought. The year 2020 for somebody in the year 1990 was damn near impossible. You can't even think about it. If you lived in 1990, any year, and somebody said, you know, what will, we, what will you be doing in 2022? You wouldn't even be thinking about it. You would be like, 2022? What? <laughs> what do you mean 2022? Will the world still be here? You didn't even know. You were like, the world might not be here. We'll party like it's 1999. You thought the person would be crazy. You thought the person, you thought you'd be living back to the future in 2022. <laughs> you were like, 2022, right? There's no way we'd be alive. The sun is going to burn out in 2022. That's what you would think about in 1990. This is what you thought about. You was like, dun, 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 dun. You'd be like, it's the power of love. It's the power of love. You'll be like, by surely we'll have flying cars by the year 2022. That's what you thought in the 1990s. But still, we got people trying to tell you, what I did in the 1990s and far to be successful with women. This will be fantastically. It will work for you in the year 2022. Mm. We've had eight presidents since the 1990s. At least six. <laughs> you know, the people from the 1990s have survived um, anthrax, the World Trade Center, Osama bin Laden, Obama, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton. We survived uh, a med fly. We survived 9-11. We survived the Persian Gulf War, Persian Gulf War number two. We've survived. <laughs> We've left troops in Afghanistan. We survived Joe Biden. We survived Sarah Palin. Some of you survived Donald Trump. Like West Nile, Ebola, COVID, AIDS. We survived AIDS, bro. We survived AIDS, Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane any damn thing. We survived the death of Michael Jackson. We lost Whitney Houston. Tupac, Biggie. You know how much has happened since the 1990s, bro? That was long ass time ago. Mm. Mac, how crack. Hurricanes, earthquakes. There had to be a big one. There was a, hold on for a second. I'm gonna really mess y'all up. It wasn't, when was the San Francisco earthquake? 89? We'll throw that in the 90s. We had the San Francisco earthquake. Seemed like yesterday to you old heads, but that was a long time ago. Dinosaurs were around. Yeah, the market crashes. We we survived the the nineteen eighty seven market crash. We decide we we survived the twenty oh eight. We survived the twenty uh twenty. What are we talking about? Y two K stop. Mm. Northridge earthquake nineties. We survived nor'easters. 
Do you realize that there's people born today that don't even know anything that I'm talking about? They're like, what are you talking about? I wasn't even alive during those times. We watched the death of hip hop. Y2K, remember that? Come on, man. Remember the tsunami in Japan? What was that, Japan? They had that big-ass tsunami and watching them people around the beach. Baby Jessica. Maybe that was the 80s. Dev comedy. Come on, man. I'm just letting y'all know, man. I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all need to give it up. Y'all need to give it up. It's gone. And just like this woman in this article said, it, it'll change. It's natural that it changes. So you're not wrong when you said dating is dead. You're absolutely right. But when the economy shifts 18 times since the 1990s, what you think is going to work is all dead now. It's not, it don't even apply anymore. And then when you look at it, the generation of people that are dating age, that are legit dating age, they weren't even alive. They weren't even thought of. They weren't even a nut in your ball sack. They weren't even the crust in the corner of your eye yet. You didn't even know the woman who you were going to create that child with. You didn't even know her yet. But yet, Hey, man, what we was doing in 1993, Sean. <laughs> Stop. UNLV running Rebels was the best team in college basketball. What's their record today? Nothing. Duke won their first national championship in the 1990s. They were like the first ever championship. Duke. They're like a legendary program. Mike Krzyzewski, Mike Krzyzewski just retired, and he coached for 40 years. And he won his first championship in the 90s. There was a place called Croatia and Serbia at that particular point. There was, a, there was a country called Yugoslavia in the 1990s. Remember Yugoslavia? What happened to them? <laughs> I'm just telling you, man, people that are stars today and millionaires weren't even born yet. Let's get the old heads back up and catch up. There's girls that I sleep with that weren't even alive yet. Yeah, come on, man. Come on. Just let you know. There's girls that I'm with that weren't even alive. I'll be like, when were you born? They'd be like 2002. Wait, man, let me make sure that adds up. Yes, 2002. Yes, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Let me stop. David Koresh was going. Come on, man. Let, let, let's just put it all perspective. I know. Oh, by the way, I, I know I'm, I'm going to stop. Guys, this will this will be the capper. This will make the 1990 guys get it right. This will make the 1990 guys get it. Uh, if you were running game in the 90s. I want you to think long and hard. What you're suggesting people do for success with women is like if you were a kid in the 90s and somebody from the 1950s came over and said, this is going to work, shiny boy. Mm. Would you have listened to that person? Would you say, man, times have changed, old timer. That'd be somebody, he got his pants all the way up to his waist like that. He got suspenders on. He listening to the coasters. He listened to rock and roll. He was like, man, in the 1950s, shiny boy, what we used to do to get all the girls. Would you have listened to him? You would have looked at this dude like, would you get your old ass away from me? <laughs> That's the equivalent to what you're doing now in 2022. 
Okay, maybe not 1950, 1958. It's the same thing. You're like, what you should do is you should take her to an ice cream social. And then she'll come up with her little dress with the little dog on the end. With the skirt all the way down to the ankles. And she'll come up with her cardigan sweater with the with the with the school letter right here. And she had the little head in the bob, you know, her hair all pulled back. The song come on, Mr. Sandman. Bring me a dream. Boom, 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 boom. Make her complexion like peaches and cream. We're going to give you that peaches and cream game. <laughs> Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Boom, 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 boom. And you're like, go ahead and put this on. Put on this one. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. You're like, man, would you get out of here, man? We listening to Too Short, seeing cuss words. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right, uh, where are we at? I'm being facetious here. I'm just making a point. I'm driving it home here. Uh, let's see here. Where are we at here? We'll call you Michael. Michael R. He says, Coach, you will have to do an update on NHL player Evander Kane. And um, I did a video on him, and he says he had – uh, had he moved on with the new girl in a new team, maybe you got that mixed up. Of how he, let's just say, moved on with the new girl in a new team and got full custody of his one-year-old daughter, but his wife wouldn't take that L. I got to do an update on that one. I saw somebody, I think Mr. Palmer, do an uh, update on this one. If you don't remember, I Evander Kane was the NHL player. He didn't have the best reputation with his teammates. And uh, his wife did the court of public opinion. Um, he left her. He left her for another girl. She said, oh, he left me and my baby. I'm pregnant. And he left me in here. He's not paying the mortgage. Classic court of public opinion bullshit. And uh, apparently he got full custody of the kid. Okay. He came out uh, smelling like roses. You know, most of the time he had to fight for that. So I'm going to do an update. I don't, I don't know what exactly happened, but uh, congratulations to him. In fact, if he did do that. But, of course, men have to take an L in the court of public opinion and they have to drag him out. And she has to go on Instagram. I'm all alone. Remember, she was like, he left me in here. He's no longer paying the house bills. Guys, cut these women off financially. That's your only lasting power. Cut their ass off. Leave them in the house and say, pay the electric bill. They be shuffling like, what am I going to do here? You should pay for your kids. They're struggling here. Okay, bring. let the kid come with me. No. Kid stays with me. You need to pay up. <laughs> This is their logic. You're like, okay, if you're worried about the kid dying without air conditioning in Las Vegas, why don't you bring the kid to me and let you suffer and wither and die in the corner? Nope, they ain't going to do that. Nope, they're going to use their kid as a damn shield, shame you for it, and say you're not supporting your kid. You're like, I'm literally trying to get the kid to live with me. I'm trying to support the kid. You, on the other hand, you got to go. <laughs> somebody said dial up internet i love you guys are talking about this uh george michael sports machine you are underdover a hey, underdog glory you crazy for that not the george michael sports machine you guys are talking about G <laughs> the live chat is crazy um who is in here kevin w says fun fact steve jobs was against having an app store but ultimately gave in. He was trying to save dating. Maybe, maybe not. 
Wow, he was against the App Store. It's interesting. I would love to dive in deep, pause, on Steve Jobs and the Apple story. Um, very interesting story. He was actually, you know, he created the earlier um, products that are now still the staples of the Apple format that they keep reinventing. You got a new camera on this phone. Everybody, I got to get a new phone. I got to get the 13. I got to get the 14. Why? It has a new camera. It has a two-way camera, three-way. Like, you don't use it as a phone. You're getting it as a camera. Okay. For old people, let's just say that sounds weird. <laughs> I updated my phones, but. Uh, Kaylin says, I was born in the 90s and too much has changed for relationships to ever be good again. No romantic relationships will stand the test of time anymore. Now, look at the divorce rates. Look at the average. Uh, the average relationship lasts two years and a few months. There's too many options for us. You would imagine that women would be successful in the marketplace. They have the most available options right here in front of you. Like you have Instagram, Facebook, Tinder, Twitter. I mean, you can find the guys. The guys are right there. Only fit. And they still can't choose. They be out there like, nah, nah, I'll hold out. There's got to be someone else better out here. Nah, mm, no, nah, not, no, mm -mm, no. Damn, there's nobody out here. What happened? What happened? Where did all the men go? They still can't pick. Like, who else do you think's coming? <laughs> like what other options do you still think are out there i'll have options i believe there's someone out here my soulmate and i still have time they can't pick <laughs> you figure it would be easy just pick one nope oh by the way uh by the way this article i don't know if you think i'm lying about this check this article right here this article right here says it all right here check it out right here they said this article says forget mr right settle for mr good enough which is not just something that we know is a trick right and that's you. but they're trying to convince in this article written in 2010 ladies pack it up still think the perfect man is out there author Lori gottlieb lord have mercy i mean i i missed it twice but i'm gonna do it this time new 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 new, new world order <laughs> hope to see you tomorrow Author Lori Gottlieb wants you to think again and wake up, call, uh, marry him. I don't know what it is. She argues that women should get realistic about love and settle in marriage. Here it is, 2010. There were women, old women now, women that are now having dinner with their dogs, telling ladies, ladies, it ain't getting no better. But what happened? The iPhone 4 came out, and the women were like, hell no. Settle me no. And then later on, it was this. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older, um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you. Let me show you a movie that came out in the 1990s. This might be a long stream. I actually got to meet up with somebody at eight. This movie came out in the 1990s. 
New Jack City. New Jack City was released in movie theaters in the 1990s. <laughs> yeah, let's do what was going well right there, man. He was like, man, cancel that bitch. You need to be looking at the pimples on the booty. Let me show you what fashion looked like in the 1990s. Hold on for a second. Let me show you what brothers was wearing to school in the 1990s. Hold on for a second. I'm going to show you real quick. Uh, this is what we wore to school in the 1990s, Sean. Cross-color jeans. Who remember cross-color, Sean? This one right here, Sean. Wait a minute. Right here. Sean, right here. This one, Sean. These are, these are, these are not real cross-color, Sean. This right here, Sean. We wore this to school, Sean. This was a popular type outfit in the 90s, Sean. Dating dating app coaches be like this, Sean. This is what I used to wear, Sean, the drip. I used to be dripped out back in the day, and I was running game on girls. <laughs> Chris Cross was banging back in the 1990s, Sean. They was like, warm it up, Chris. I'm about to. And you came out like this. Warm it up, Chris. I'm about to. Warm it up, Chris. Warm it up, Chris. You was like, jump, jump around. Jump, 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 and get down. Jump, jump, jump. You was like Cypress Hill. You was like, you got a hole in your head and a hole in your head. Mm. Hold on for a second. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hold on for a second. Oh, wait. Oh, what? This didn't even come up right. Let me do the images here. Let's let's get let's take it to the suburbs real quick. This is what this is what dudes look like running game in the 90s like this right here, Sean. They used to watch Saved by the Bells and Poison was on their last, you know what I mean? Their last leg. Poison was on their last leg. You know what I mean? They was like, yo, let's put out one last album, Sean. We still popular, man. This still still. <laughs> this stuff still gonna work. Mm. They was like, man, let's put out another love ballad. This shit gonna work. We gonna fly this one more time. Yo, we gonna fly this one more time. Yo, the 80s ain't over, son. We gonna fly this ish one more time. Where, where Brett Michaels at? We going full Brett Michaels, man. They was like, welcome to the jungle. We got fun and games. Now that that's over, let me teach dudes what worked in the 90s. Huh? Yeah. This going to work right here. One more time. Let's strike up the band one more time. Let's get the band together, brothers. They was like behind the music. The time when the tour bus flipped over. The time they were smoking crack rock in the back of the damn vehicle. The time they got arrested. The time they got thrown in clean. The time Bobby Brown got arrested on the stage behind the music. <laughs> let me stop. All right, let me stop. I got to get on with this. I got to get out of here. All right, uh, where are we at on the cash apps? Am I too bad? Am I too bad here? I know, man. I'm, I'm giving it to them hard. I know, pause. It's just jokes. It's just jokes. Relax. It's not. It's not really jokes. It's true. But 
I, old people don't really know how much time goes by. Old people do not know how time goes by. Like, we still think we're young. You know what I mean? Yo, I still look young for my age, Sean. Go ahead. You know, you put the baseball hat on, cockways with the wave cap underneath it. You be like, man, I still got it, man. The young girls still like me around here. What's up, baby mom? You know what I'm saying? What's up, shorty? Like, you still look young. And you got still like, you know what I mean? Your, the, 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 you still wear bootcut jeans and all that stuff. And you don't realize that, like, you look like when I was a kid where people were still wearing bell bottoms. Like in the 80s when I was a kid, like in the mid-80s, there were still people that were still coming out of the 70s, like still rocking the bell bottoms. Like they still couldn't like tight, quite give them out. You know what I mean? They was like, they still couldn't quite. Now, me, I got bootcut jeans. You know what I mean? Like I'm at I'm at the jean store. Yeah, those look good, man. And the girl comes up. Why don't you try these tight ass pants? With the tapered ass ankles. And I'm looking at that. It's like, man, I ain't putting that on, Sean. What happened to the baggy white t-shirt, baby? What happened to the big ass pants? What happened to the fubu? What happened to the cross colors? Give me the big baggy jeans, man. Get them damn tapered ass ankle pants away from me, man. Them pants look so tight. I'll be singing that high key. Francis Scott key. Man, you better give me them bamboo cut jeans with the baggy. What was it called? Loose fitting jeans. You put some loose fitting jeans on now and walk your ass outside, you will look like a time machine. You will be like, who still wears loose footing? <laughs> All right. Dudes out here, loose fitting jeans. They got hair, long ass hair. You know what I'm saying? And they balding on the top. You like, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. They got the hair with the clown, the, the clown in the top. You know what I mean? The clown hairdo where they got the horseshoe balding right there like this. And they still just holding on to the side hair. Looking like George Jefferson. Moving on up. They hair looking like Hulk Hogan with the hair weave in the back with the bandana on the top. I'm not dissing nobody specific, but. Let me see here. You like, oh, you still like nobody, nobody young wears that. Like nobody, like it looks obvious. Nobody, nobody has that hat on, like our hair, <laughs> like this, like the Hulk Hogan right here. Like this is like a weave extension back here, like this. It don't even match the mustache and all of that, Sean. It's like cut right off the edge, like that. It ain't even matching the hair on the side, Sean. They be like, they won't notice. I still look young. I still look young. I still got it. And I'd be like, take that bandana off, Hogan. Hey, Hogan, I bet you won't take that bandana off. <laughs> Somebody said they still got the Allen Iverson cornrows. Hey, baby, braid my hair. Won't you braid my hair? Hey, braid my hair up, Sean. We about to go out there and get busy. All right, uh, let's stop messing around because I got to get out of here in 20 minutes. What do we got here? Uh, Dr. AMG says Billy Woo is the Tyrone equivalent. All right, shout out to Billy Woo in the building. All right, Billy Woo. Uh, shout out to, who is this right here? Damage, he says, for the, I don't know what that is. That's the like, emo <laughs> like emojis. Shout out to the uh, the sunglass emojis. 
Dr. AMG, I watch CGA because Fresh and Fit don't read my super chats. <laughs> I got money. Shout out to Fresh and Fit. Man, one of these days, I would love to get super chats and not read them and just collect and be like, thank you, guys. Thank you for the show. Thank you for, thank you for the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Screw all of you people. Uh, where are we at? Jones G says, kid wasn't mine. I walked away, but I'm the deadbeat. How? Like, yeah, I mean, make sense of that. Well, you should. Oh, guys, that's some Jerry Springer stuff where they where they bring out the black mama and they read the DNA test of the straggle daggle and the little Chad or the little Tyrone. He's sitting there and they'd be like, you are not the father. And he get up and dance. He'd be like, yeah, Sean, you know what I mean? He do a handstand. He do the usher handstand with the U legs. <laughs> He's like handstand usher. Usher, usher, usher. And the mom says, hold on for one second here. Now, I be knowing that you ain't be doing this handstand on this B. Jerry Springer show. What you should be doing is you should be taking care of that kid if it was your own. You need to do the right thing. You need to give up your whole life. You need to imprison yourself for her getting skeeted in by another man during the same time period you were skeeting inside of her. So you be a man. I know that you've been taking care of this kid. You've been in this kid life for about two and a half months. So that kid deserves a daddy. You don't want her out there finding the real daddy. You put yourself on child support. You burden your life down. You give up your life. You do this. Okay, mama, I'll do it. <laughs> mama, I'll be doing that. I'll be taking care of that baby. <laughs> and then if you don't, you were like, man, F them damn kids. You deadbeat. How dare you? How dare, How you? dare you not take care of a kid that is not yours and when been proving medically DNA that it is not yours. You're walking away from her. You're horrible as a person despicable can't stand ninjas like you that's what they will say shout out to dr amg cga is the modern miss cleo for relationships oh miss now we're going back to miss cleo was that the 90s that was the 90s oh my god he says greatest show on the history of dating cga thank you dr amg remember amg chick better have my money that's why he calls himself dr amg i put him on an amg He'd be like, A-M-G, on the go, F-A stereo, I don't smoke cocaine, I smoke Buddha, do anything for, mm -hmm. I ignite it, I get excited. All right, shout out to A-M-G. A-M-G was good back in the day. Shout out to Johnny B in the building, that's what we'll call you, Mr. Free Johnny. Uh, We'll call him Dave O. He says, the only reason men do not admit it in public is it is illegal, yes. He says the day it becomes legal, it's a wrap. Uh, guys, that's going to happen. And I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed to say it. Uh, California just passed a thing just recently. I've been talking, tracking down these big cities, these blue Democrat cities. They're getting rid of this idea of exchange of resources for money. And it's normally because of the Skittles agenda, just so you know. But it's going to pass on to the hetero agenda as well. They're getting rid of loitering uh, for prostitutions, loitering on the John side, loitering on the woman's side. So it's going to be, by by the way, I mean, most women in college know about this transactional action of dating older men for money. Um, this The idea of this transaction, although it's considered illegal in this aspect, it's pretty much not something that is extremely prosecuted. Like, when was the last time? Now, I don't want anybody to get caught up in But when was the last time you was like, oh, man, I was out there and they popped me? They're walking in broad daylight street walking now. <laughs> 
I mean, it's gone. It's gone. Shout out to the people in the 90s that are like, I remember they used to do sting operations. You're going to get caught in a sting. Probably not. But, you know, protect yourself in case and wrap it up. All right. So anyway, Jose V, what do you say? Jose, can we see? He says, fooling a man to pay for a kid that ain't his is the equivalent of forcibly taking peace leave from a woman and telling her, just be okay with it. You know what I mean? Just be okay with it. Just get over it. Just. No, it is not. You can't compare it to that. It is a non-comparable. Uh, we got Mr. Let me make sure I can say your government name. He says, coach, there's an online petition to make you the leader of the community to come save us and change us. Or save us change. Uh, he says, bring coach, coach Greg Adams back to the community. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not never going to happen. All right. I'm not trying to be a mural on anyone's wall. Not trying to be that. All right. SAU last one says, Coach, I deleted my Instagram. I think that the that um in the crazy world we live in right now, it's better to be low-key, zero exposure. Let it burn. Let them burn down. Yeah, you're putting a big target on your back many times with Instagram. I kind of use it, you know, because I have to. But uh yeah, uh when the zombie apocalypse breaks out, <laughs> they're gonna be at Instagram. All right, where the hell he's at. We going to get the money from him. He got money. He got money. Got you got money. money to spend on junior college straggle daggles. Oh, coach, we getting you. Sean, we know where your garage is. He got steaks. He got extra chicken back there. He got bottles of beers. He got junior college girls on the banks back there. Coach got it made. We going to find where coach is. Did he say he live in Las Vegas? I said I live in Las Vegas, but you don't know that. Mm. <laughs> All right, brothers, man. Shout out to you, uh, everybody from the 1990s and beyond, uh, the 90s will come back. Maybe we will. All right. Did, did OJ slice and dice up his wife in the 1990s? Like, think about that. When was the OJ trial? <laughs> that was the 1990s. Y'all be like, that seemed like last year, though. That didn't seem like 10 years ago. OJ was 10 years ago? No. Old heads be thinking like stuff is not that far along ago. You're like, it's 2022? Could have swore it's 20, 20, 2004, last year. Yeah, that was in the 90s, bro. Think about that, man. OJ didn't age 40 years. Close to 30. He served 10. Guys, think about this. OJ was on trial in the 90s. He served 10 years in prison. 20 years after that. And we're going, let's go back to the 90s. That's how old OJ is. He's He lost nine years of his life. And he's escaped the trial 20 years prior to that. Here we are. With our FUBU cross-color-ass jeans talking about Sean. Yeah, man, how we used to get down. The Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Okay, put it like this. The Cowboys have not won a Super Bowl since the 90s. That's how long ago. <laughs> the Raiders, never mind. Shout out to the Raiders. All right, let me get out of here, brothers. Shout out to the coach game. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it, and put the PIN number, and boom, money just comes right out.